Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Suspense. And the producer of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, the master of mystery and adventure, William N. Robeson. The word license has two meanings. The first is familiar to all of us. Official permission, as in marriage license, liquor license, driving license. The second definition, paradoxically, means almost the opposite. Freedom from rules. We concern ourselves here with an esoteric aspect of this definition, namely dramatic license. In the forthcoming story, we have deviated somewhat from the facts and altered California topography ever so slightly in the interest of suspense. To the residents of San Bernardino, who may grumble, it couldn't happen that way, all we can say is, aren't you glad? Listen, listen then as Mr. William Bishop stars in Ride Down Cajon, which begins in just a moment. Welcome, William Bendix. Nobody can act up to par with a nasty cold. I check my cold distress the fast way, with four-way cold tablets. Yes, tests of four leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting of all. Amazing four-way starts in minutes to relieve aches, pains, headache, reduce fever, calm, upset stomach, also overcomes irregularity. Four-way is the fast way to relieve those cold miseries. Then you feel better quickly. Four-way cold tablets, only 29 and 59 cents. Here's a word about another fine product of Grove Laboratories. Had dandruff for years? Now get rid of it in three minutes with Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Three minutes with Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep unsightly dandruff away forever. Apply Fitch before wetting hair. Rub in one minute. Add water. Lather one minute. Then rinse one minute. Every trace of dandruff goes down the drain. Three minutes with Fitch. Embarrassing dandruff's gone. Fitch can also leave hair up to 35% brighter. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today. And now, Ride Down Cajon, starring Mr. William Bishop. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. to California. Route 40 over Donna Pass in the north and Route 66 over Cajon Pass in the south. I don't know anything about Donna, but Cajon Pass, I know. You see, I'm night man at Ella's Tip Top Cafe at the summit of the pass. And I live down the hill in Badu. That's uh, San Bernardino. Down the hill. You drop 3,000 feet in 20 miles on a four-lane divided highway that's so well-designed drivers hit it like it was the Indianapolis Speedway. Which is okay. If your wheels are working okay. If they're not, you can get killed on Cajon. Fast. By all rights, I should have been the other night. And I just went along for the ride. It was around about 2 a.m. and I was waiting for my relief man when Phil dropped in for a cup of coffee. Phil rides the pass for the highway patrol. He also is my uh, brother-in-law-to-be, seeing he's married to my girlfriend's sister. Don't forget, Andy, we're supposed to take the girls to the beach tomorrow afternoon. Don't worry, Joan. He's reminded me at least twice a day all week long. 
What time do you want to get started? I'll be over as soon as I can get my car out of the garage. They promised it before noon. Well, that's right. I forgot your car's tied up. How are you getting down the hill tonight? What do you care? You wouldn't give me a lift. You know I can't. Regulations. Yeah, you might break a regulation or two. You're practically my brother-in-law. Andy, my boy, the only way you can ride that patrol car is to break the California vehicle code. Then I'll be glad to give you a lift. To jail. Thanks a lot. I'll hit your ride. Much action on the pass tonight? No, it's been pretty quiet. A couple of drunks, two or three speeders. No blood. That's good. That's the way I like it. Hiya, Phil. Oh, hi, Dave. How you doing, Eddie? Okay, Dave. Hey, where'd you blow in from? Yeah. Colorado. And I could eat a horse. <laughs> Fresh out. How about a cow, medium well? I'll buy it. And a side of fried eggs. And a gallon of coffee. Coming right up. Andy's car is in the shop, Dave. He's looking for a ride down the hill tonight. Can you fix him up? Well, sure. Why not? Here's a starter on that gallon of coffee. No. Dave will give you a ride down the hill, Andy. Crazy. Providing you're ready by the time I finish eating. Well, sure. I'm off in 20 minutes. Hey, Dave. What? Whatever you're carrying in that rig, it's leaking. Yeah, I know. Ice water. Ice water? You carrying a load of ice? No, no, no. Chickens. Chickens? All the way from Colorado? Sure. <laughs> Where do you think the Los Angeles housewife gets a fresh killed spring chickens? Colorado? Louisiana? Mississippi? No kidding. Sure. Ten, eleven days from the axe to the dinner table. Uh, aren't they a little spoiled by that time? Nah, nah, they're okay to eat. They may have lost a vitamin or two on the way. <laughs> well, it's time to head down the pass. I gotta check in at the weighing station. I'll be too late tomorrow, Andy. No worry. I'll be there around noon. Take it easy, Phil. Yep. Never take it. By the time David had eaten his steak and eggs, my relief man had checked in, and I was through for the night. We walked out into the chill desert air. Route 66 stretched endlessly toward the east, marked only by the yellow pinprick of an approaching car. The melting ice water dripped steadily from Dave's loaded trailer. He walked slowly around the rig, as he always did before he started her up, checking the connections with the tractor, the running lights, taking in every detail, seeing things only an expert can see. He was so serious about it, I nearly laughed. <laughs> Think she'll make it? If everything holds together. Doesn't it always? It always has. So far. Dave swung into the cab and fired up the big diesel. I clambered him after him, and he nosed his big ten tons of refrigerated chickens out onto the westbound lane to Highway 66. He ran her through the gears, and when we got up to speed, it finally was quiet enough to talk without yelling at each other. When are you and Joni going to do it? Sooner the better. She wants to be a June bride. So it'll be June. Yeah, I guess so. Where are you going on your honeymoon? Joni's talking about Frisco, so I guess that's where it'll be. <laughs> Boy, she's got you roped and hog-tied already. Uh-uh. Joni and me, we, we talk everything over first and come to an agreement so there won't be any arguments. So long as it's the way Joni wants it? Maybe it looks that way to you, but it isn't that way. I know. Margie and me had the same kind of talks. But that's as far as it ever got. Talk. It's different with Joni and me. For sure it is. Every guy didn't think it was different, there wouldn't be no more marriages. Tell me something, Andy. Honest. What? If you could pull out, if you could keep right on going tonight, on into L.A. and down to San Pedro, get on a slow boat to China and never come back, wouldn't you? Of course not. Joni and I are in love. That's not what I'm talking about. But on the level, Andy, aren't you a little scared? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, a little. 
I didn't like Dave talking that way. I knew he was only kidding me, but it was like he was reading my mind. How did he know that that was exactly how I felt? Scared of getting married and guilty because I felt that way. Our lights picked up a sign on the right. Summit Cajon Pass, elevation 4,301 feet. This is the spot where the truck jockeys down the ship so they can ride down the pass on compression and take the load off their brakes. They threw out his clutch, shifted the neutral, tramped on the brake pedal, and it went right down to the floor. He tried it again, and again. Nothing. No brakes! What are you going to do? Try to get her to gear. No go. I can't get the gears to mesh. Grab that heart, pull over your head, and keep it going. Okay. It don't work, Dave. Oh, I forgot it's an air horn. We got air brakes. We got no air pressure, but the brakes, we got nothing for the horn. What do we do now? Hang on and ride. We're loaded good and heavy. That'll make us roll faster. Maybe it'll keep us from tipping over. What's this handle? A spotlight? Yeah, on the roof. Turn it on. Want me to work it? Won't hurt any. Play it back and forth. Maybe you'll get the road clear for it. Picking up speed all the time since we nosed over the top of the pass. We went into that first big wide curve below the summit like a Maserati at Seabrain. Tight on the left, then drifting across both lanes to the outside fence and back to the right. Coming out of better than 70 miles an hour. Fangio couldn't have done better than Dave did on that one. But what about the next one? And the ones after that? Tighter turns. Not so well banked. And the traffic. It was bound to be traffic. After we got out of that curve, I could see the car way down the road. I kept it for being on my spotlight, pointing it back and forth. And in no time, we were up on it. Dave pulled one hand off the wheel for the electric horn button. But he didn't hold it long because he needed both hands to keep the truck on the road. The guy in the car must have got that message because he pulled way over on the shoulder. We made it past it just before we went into the next curve. Stopped. A half mile down the road with two cars, one in each lane. Neither one was giving way to the other. I kept my light in his back window, but he didn't move. Dave hit the horn. Still a moving roadblock didn't break. We were getting closer. Why wouldn't they move? Why wouldn't they move? I can read the license plates clearly now, too clearly. Colorful Colorado, New Mexico, land of enchantment. Why didn't they move? second act of Suspense. Before the 1920s, big city comics could bring down the house with jokes about country bumpkins. In rural areas, the city slicker was the target of the joke. But that was all before the days of network radio. Since then, the gaps in understanding between city and country dweller have been filled in by networks like the CBS radio network. Now, when important news events take place as far away as Tokyo, farmers learn the facts as quickly as their cousins in the cities. The musical genius discovered in a European concert hall soon is heard in the smallest town in America. A busy housewife learns the latest fashion note from Paris. The man driving tomorrow's milk to market keeps up with the latest details on intercontinental ballistics. The square dance is popular in the most sophisticated city circles. The rancher knows what's happening on the New York Stock Exchange, while the grocer in town knows about problems on the farm. Thus, a radio network like our CBS radio network brings together those whom geography used to keep apart. 
And now, starring Mr. William Bishop, Act Two of Ride Down Cajon. from him when colorful Colorado got the idea. With a gust of black smoke from his tailpipe, he pulled ahead of New Mexico, land of enchantment, and we barreled by with nothing to spare. Like a bad dream. Like one of those dreams of falling, falling, or flying an airplane between skyscrapers, or, or riding down Cajon Pass in a runaway truck. I knew that next curve. Just last week, I stopped there to see what was left of a truck that had gone through the guardrail. The truck half the size of ours. Nothing to do. Nothing. Hold your breath. Shut your eyes. And pray if you remember how. You can breathe again. You can open your eyes. You're not in a flaming heap in the bottom of the canyon. You're still alive. You're still hurtling down the pass at a mile a minute with no brakes. Sandy! Yeah? Didn't Bill say he was going to check in at the weighing station? Yeah, I think he did. Think he'd still be there? I don't know. Maybe. Let's going over to the right lane. Wing station just over the next five. If he's still there, maybe he can help us. How? How do I know? There he is. He's just getting in his car. Get on that spotlight. Flash it in his eyes. You only got one chance. Yell at him. Wave at him. And be hey, Phil. Phil. Hey, Phil. Did he see you? Yeah. He must have thought we were clowning. He just waved back. Carefully edged the swaying rig over in the left lane so Phil could pass on my side of the cab. We were barreling down a straight stretch of the pass now, where the eastbound lane was only separated by a divider. The big trucks climbing the grade kept flashing their lights, signaling to us to dim ours. But Dave couldn't fool with a dimmer switch and handle the wheel, too. So he had to take the angry glares full in his eyes. Finally, Phil drew up alongside us. I 
it, flipping on the spot as it went into the curb. His arms straining at the wheel, turning it a little, then easing off, turning it again, coaxing that crazy rig through with every part of it. any good. There comes a time when you just can't keep going straight. The road ends. In a moment, we continue with the third act of Suspense. Do you know about the little white tablet in the little green pocket roll? Just a-waiting for the moment when you need them To bring your acid indigestion under control Tums are the little white tablets In the little green pocket roll Tums for the tummy Tums are fast, effective, and safe. Tums relieve the discomfort of acid indigestion quickly with no danger of acid rebound, sometimes caused by harsh alkalizers. Always carry Tums, 10 cents, three-roll pack a quarter. New Tums, six-roll pack with free metal carrier, 49 cents. And now, starring Mr. William Bishop, Act Three of Ride Down Cajon. Up 
ahead, Phil had seen what had happened. We were both in the left lane, and then Phil moved to the right, stuck his arm out the window, waved his arm. Wonder what he wants. Looks like he wants us to come alongside. Yeah. Phil slowed down, and when we got alongside him, I leaned out the window. Half a block from where the street ends. We crawled down from the cab. Phil got out of the patrol car and we just stood there, shaking. Looking at the smashed up rear of the patrol car and the smoking brake drums. And then I, I started laughing. I couldn't help it. It struck me as funny. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I just thought of something. <laughs> well, let us in on it. We could all use a laugh. Do you know why my car's in the shop? I'll bite. Why? To have the brakes relied. Suspense. In which William Bishop starred in William and Robeson's production of Ride Down Cajon. Written by John Mahler and adapted for suspense by Mr. Robeson and Mr. Mahler. In just a moment, the names of the supporting players and a word about next week's story of suspense. Two of the world's most renowned names in news reporting, Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas, are both heard each weekday on CBS Radio. This is no accident, but the result of a consistent policy of bringing you highest experience and authority in news gathering and news reporting. Monday through Friday, listen to the man whose voice never wavered in the London Blitz whose word in war and peace has always been accepted as the word, Edward R. Murrow. Mr. Murrow's is a very special authority born of year-on-year year keen intelligence presenting all sides of the news. Each weekday evening, too, most of these same stations bring you Lowell Thomas and the news. A session with Mr. Thomas is like a visit to exotic far-off places. This is because Lowell Thomas has seen what he describes, and because of his special knack for dramatizing the human elements of news from far and near. CBS Radio is privileged to enjoy the services of both of these veteran newsmen, but it is no accident that both Lowell Thomas and Edward R. Murrow report on CBS Radio. Supporting William Bishop in Ride Down Cajon were Bill Quinn and Joe DeSantis with sound patterns by Bill James and Tom Hanley. Listen. Listen again next week when we return with Elliot Reed in Four of a Kind. Another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense.
an analysis of the news, which follows immediately on the CBS radio network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.